This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tecova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovas.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. Welcome to the Whitetail Legacy Podcast. And we get the back view of him. And I mean, it's just a mega. 52 yards is a long shot. Uh, Magnum P.I. is what yeah. we named him. No idea. Just but, a magnum. Yeah, just a magnum. Come on, Cam Ashi. We, we said probably 150, mid 150. Yeah. Same Doe from the morning come out with that nine pointer. Here, here steps out this 90 inch eight pointer. Like, <laughs> yeah. Ah. I'm like, okay, well, there's still a buck back there grunting. Yeah. And then out steps like another 90 inch eight yeah. pointer. I'm like, oh, all right. Yeah. Bro. Yeah. Bro. Yeah. You're like, I'm like, deer, right there. Yeah. Like, and he's 30 already yards. 30 yards. Yeah. He, he was literally five yards from the base of the tree. Could have been at a buck down at 1.40 in the afternoon back there deep on public. Three does come out pretty early. It was like 2.45, 24-yard shot, sent the combat veteran. And I tell you what, man, dude, it just smoked. We always get so jacked up when the other person kills. It's just almost like we got it done. Yeah. And when you kill that doe, I was like, hell yeah, man. We come down here to Missouri. My ass Comey one more time. I'm like, is it a good buck? And he goes, yeah, real good, solid buck. I'm like, all right, boom. <laughs> and the deer just drops. Sure. Super special to me. Whitetail Legacy Podcast, bringing you back to the hunt and leaving a legacy. Baller rut. Welcome to the Whitetail Legacy Podcast, coming in your ear holes, extra crispy, drunk in a cabin is the name of this episode. <laughs> Homie came out of the, the woodwork with that. Um, excellent name. Um, we got the White Cat Outdoor Boys on, just talking about how they're living up there in Pennsylvania, their traditions. They built a cabin with reclaimed stuff out in the woods. And yeah, we got a hell of glare on the YouTube I'm, video. I'm, I'm about to that go, to, I'm about to go before, see Jesus here. Yeah, that's just on your phone. <laughs> uh, but yeah, we'll get into the intro and then we'll get right into the show. Uh, you're so prepared right now. Uh, hit us with that a suicide prevention hotline. Yeah, guys, uh, just... 
trying to get back in the flow here. So uh, the suicide prevention hotline is 1-800-273-8255. They also have a mobile text option and an online chat option. Um, Somebody out there is probably dealing with a lot of stuff. So be sure to share that. And, you know, it's they're probably not showing any signs of needing help, but uh, somebody out there, you know, probably needs somebody to talk to. For sure. Uh, you got Last Breath TV. Yeah, they are going to, depending on uh, release here, but they are getting ready to or have started releasing Coyote Podcasts, going very in-depth of uh, their setups, and they're talking with people across the country and people that got recommended through their Inner Circle Facebook group, and uh, very excited to listen to some of these here as, as they yeah. start coming out. And um, getting the details of how these guys are able to kill a lot of dogs out there. And um, they got one guy coming on. He's killed over 1,000 dogs. I know. That's So um, very skilled, very high-level podcast coming from them into the season that we're in right now. Yep. And you can catch that, their show, uh, every Monday morning. Um, You can also see our beautiful faces, or homie's beautiful face, mine's. (laughs) Not so solid, but uh, you can catch us on their YouTube um, via video podcast now. Uh, we're really enjoying these. Yeah, yeah. These Zoom, Zoom and videos, um, them Coyote podcasts. They're going to roll out five, five in a row, yeah, Monday that's through Friday. Badass. So yeah. it's going to be it's going to be coming out to shoot cool. hot. All right, you got Exodus trail cameras. Yeah, we we talked here a couple weeks ago about um, running some cams for some turkeys, and uh, I think we're going to do that with a couple of our Exodus cams. And I just kind of wanted to touch on kind of the settings that I'm probably going to run. I'm just going to run like a one-shot burst. Turkey be out there just standing around, you know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Be out there strutting. Um, I'm going to have. I'm still going to have a lower delay, the lowest delay, uh, five-second delay. Don't need anything longer than that, um, especially since I got the one-shot going. Um, also, with these Exodus cams is, you know, turkeys ain't going to be out there at midnight, you mm-hmm. know? And you're going to have the camera lower, so you're not really going to get a picture of any deer um, unless he's, you know, far out to, you know, see if he's shed or whatever. So, but if if you're on a trail or something, you're just going to get a hoof, Mm -hmm. you know, most likely. So, um, the time of day feature on the Exodus cams, you can turn that puppy off at um, dusk and and dark. So, you don't need it taking pictures at 3 a.m. of nothing or, you know, if you got a stick out there that you don't know. Um, So, that's a very good feature. And... um, since it is kind of a new thing for us, we don't want to buy batteries or something. That's also something you can do to conserve battery life, too. You're not out there smoking it on a bunch of blanks when you know no turkey's going to come by, which is the ultimate goal that we're yeah. shooting for. So um, you guys can get a cam out there in the video. springtime um, when you got a badass five-year no BS warranty. So if you want to get into that, you can do that at ExodusOutdoorGear.com. I think some video... Of mode turkey to oh, be able dude. to add into some like footage if you kill one. Yeah, be pretty sweet. You know what I mean? Just gobbling right in the Just lens. Gobbling right. That would be sick. That'd be sick. So that maybe we can be. make something like that happen, like Exodus on a stick or something. <laughs> <laughs> on a bush. Exodus on a bush. <laughs> Been there before. <laughs> Been there. All right, I got Underwarmer. Uh, like I said, this is a new. Or not a new brand. It's been around for a while, but this is a new brand wanting to reach out into the hunting industry and reach out there and, you know, reach some ears. So uh, say for good reason. Yeah, they're they're running ads on our show, and I wish I had it at work. I've been working nights. You've been working nights. It's been negative ten, negative fifteen, and uh, what it is is it's a basically like a fitted shirt that you put on that has hand warmers in it. Last twelve hours, and uh, 
I try to stick them to my body sometimes, but they're always falling <laughs> off. And uh, they, actually, the hand warmers get too hot. Like the the under warmer doesn't get as hot as a hand warmer. So I've actually put those on my kids and like made red marks on them and not mm-hmm. even known before. So you got to be careful with those the actual hand warmers or the toe warmers that we get at work. Like if you put those on your body, they will actually burn you. So that's one thing hand warmer does. It doesn't get as hot, but it warms your core. So if you got like a real cold late season hunt or you want to do a coyote set or, you know, you're going skiing or like at work, having that thing to slip on would be. Grant's saying he was wearing it while he was ice fishing. Yeah. Ice fishing would be great. You know, you're just out sitting on the water. You're not moving a lot. You might not have the luxury of a nice tent and heater. Um, and if your core is warm, 90% of your body's warm besides your toes and fingers. Mm-hmm. Like that's the only other thing. And that lower spine, that one on the lower spine that, you know, me, I'm always <laughs> yeah. sticking stuff underneath my jacket back there. So having this is definitely pretty, pretty awesome. So, all right, that's it, right? That's it, man. All right, well, let's get in the show. Uh, we're about to go talk about, um, drunk in a cabin. Here we go. <laughs> All right, we are here finally with the White Cat Outdoors. This is take 69, and I'm feeling like this one's going to be fresh. Uh, how you guys doing tonight? You are can you hear recording? us. Oh, oh God. Yeah, we're we're good. You guys can hear oh, us. I can hear you. Yeah, we Everything can hear you guys just good. Everything is perfect. So here we are. We're ready to actually start this sucker. <laughs> we're, just, we're just going through talking like, yeah, we've been doing this for a while, and we still mess up all the time, and this is just like – 99% proof that we still don't know what the hell we're doing. But uh, <laughs> here we go. All right, man. Well, let's start out with an intro for you guys. Uh, just for our listeners, a little backstory. I uh, found you, seen you guys on Instagram, and uh, I listen to, I like to listen to new podcasts all the time, so I listen to quite a few of you guys' episodes. Uh, like your flow, like your personality, kind of like us, loose, you know, good vibes, good stories, not taking it too serious but when it's time to you know get some tactics and talk serious you guys do get into that but uh i think yeah, it's sprinkled in yeah i feel like it's good to have that <laughs> comedy relief um mm-hmm. i try to do it all the time try to throw an off wall <laughs> joke that's just my personality <laughs> shit just pops up in my head like i gotta say it yeah i gotta i cannot <laughs> say this right now it's too too good so uh <laughs> like the snapchat group the whole time I, at the after i messaged like six times i'm oh. like are those girls in here? Because this is yeah. real bad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the guy that always gets in trouble for like someone seeing something they shouldn't have seen. But all right, mm. well, past that, let's uh go ahead and give yourself an introduction to our listeners there. All right, so uh, my name's Nick. Uh, I got cousin Frank here and brother Tom down on the far end. Uh, we're White Cat Outdoors. We started, you know, screwing around just ourselves, like back in like 2015, making like stupid hunting videos. Uh, like in the blind and stuff. Um, and then about a year or two ago, we did like an Instagram page just to more log all of our stuff for ourselves. Really. We weren't like looking for followers or anything, just to have like all three of us have access to the account and just post our outdoor stuff. And then about a year ago, decided to do a podcast because there wasn't really a whole lot of like hunting podcasts on the East coast. I mean, there's a few, Yeah, there's but, almost none. There was like one at the time, Yeah, I mean, there's a couple, got, like, but not very many. Yeah, you got like truth from the stand and stuff or whatever, but, um, there wasn't many that had like our feel to it. So started our own podcast and just, just talked like hunting, fishing, trapping, you know, rattlesnakes, all kinds of different stuff. So right on. Yeah. That's what, like that's I said, it. seems like there's a good flow of different topics on your guys's end. And, um, I'm always one to try to give back to people and 
it's cool in the podcast community it's either like people that want to help out or people that just want to do their own thing and not really give back mm-hmm. and we've always been one to say hey we remember what it was like at the very beginning or you know a year in and to get on a show where you can reach some new listeners because there might be someone that's from your area that would that listens to us that would relate to you guys's talk and hunting tactics way more they just haven't yeah, found definitely. you haven't found you yet so i'm hoping that that's what we can do is some guys that are like man i wish they'd have you know some more people on in this region and then we got you guys on and then they got a podcast they can go to to get that content that's relevant to them because at the end you want yeah, I mean, you want the shit that you're putting out to be valuable to your listeners it's either entertaining or valuable yeah, one or the sure. other and if they can relate to you guys mm-hmm. better that's awesome in our eyes because well we're in this for two reasons to help people try to learn to get a little better and uh, be selfish ourselves and to uh, be able to talk to people to to learn a little bit about you know a certain tactic you know one-on-one with them so yeah, yeah that's something we kind of talk about quite a bit is that like most of like the whitetail hunting podcasts or just hunting podcasts in general are all like midwest or out west and a lot of the tactics that you guys might use in Illinois or wherever other people are hunting don't really equate as much yeah. to Pennsylvania or, you know, even yeah, somewhere over here on the East coast. So it's nice to just have a full scope of the whole country, people talking about those different tactics that work in different areas. Yes. Yeah, it's definitely valuable to, ha- to have a couple different podcasts. Cause like a lot of the stuff out in Pennsylvania, mm-hmm. I, I can even relate to some of the stories you're saying. And when you guys are talking, I'm thinking back to a hunt that I had or something. Even if we're in a different state, you can still gain some kind of knowledge from it. So. Oh, yeah, for sure. But uh, second thing I got here, uh, when you start a podcast, you got an idea of what you think it's going to be, and then you get into it, and it's <laughs> you know something completely different. But uh, Yeah. I, I thought it would be cool. You guys are a year, a little over a year in, right? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Just, yeah. just, uh, you know, I feel like there's probably someone out there that's listening that might want to start filming or want to start podcasting or something. So what's some of the stuff that, you know, you know, you enjoyed, you know, bringing this podcast to the people? Uh, yeah. So we started, like you said, over a little over a year ago and we like announced on our Instagram that it was coming, like a podcast was coming before we even knew how to do a podcast, how to like put it up on an rss feed or anything like we set a date didn't we yeah we even set a date we said like coming january 2020 like this <laughs> oh, is happening yeah. and this was like that was like december and it was like literally like two days before we were supposed to release our first podcast like it was friday night and we're like oh shit how do we even put this onto a podcast yeah. platform and me and nick are sitting there until like midnight that night figuring it out and like all right we got it we're good for sunday now <laughs> but so I guess like one of the biggest things I've enjoyed about it is the connection we've made with, you know, people from different walks of life, I guess. Like we, you know, we try to bring one because we're not that big, but two, we like to talk to people that aren't maybe big on social media because I feel like some of the best hunters out there don't really care about social media and they've got some really good things to say. Um, you know, like Frank's dad, for instance, is like, I mean, he's been a guide for like over 20 years yeah. in, up in Alaska and you know, I, I've known him my whole life, but I, there was a lot of stories I never got until we sat down with them and talked about it. Um, nice. And just like, dude, we've just met some really cool people uh, through social media and through the podcast. It's been a, been a blessing, I think for us. I mean, it's, it's been more enjoyable and like, you know, more friends to have in the hunting world because it's, you know, it seems like we're a dying breed, but when you look at the social media aspect, there's a lot of us out there that are 
like-minded people. And I think the podcast has brought us closer. We had talked with Eric and Greg from where to hunt and it was one of them. Oh yeah, you're good. Okay. Got to um, double check him. <laughs> and it was one of them, um, after the podcast conversations and, uh, we were talking about there's some guy out there who's a super badass hunter, ha- knows a lot of tactics and stuff, and but he don't have social media. Nobody knows about him, but he's out there just crushing giants every mm-hmm. year, you know. And like like that guy's out there and he exists. I guarantee it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And and I feel like if you can convince a guy to come on a podcast, a lot of the guys we have on are nervous at first, and then they get going, and they're like, yeah, oh, man, totally. That was, that was a lot of fun, and. If you everybody has a story to tell and everybody you know wants to share their knowledge most people you know um, mm-hmm. and it's just hard to get them to do it like if you're just having a conversation but if you can record it and then a lot of times I listen to you guys talk like right now and then I listen to the podcast three weeks later and I'm like shit something hits me you know when I'm listening to it later on that didn't mm-hmm. hit me during the conversation. So it's really nice to be able to go back and pull in on those files. I've listened to Heath's podcast with us a couple times. Listened to Byron's podcast a couple mm-hmm. times. You know, the good ones that, good dude. that relate to us, we go back and listen to and try to pull out more details to it from it. But um, mm-hmm. what is what is one of the biggest pains in the ass from starting it? You guys think? Uh, probably audio for sure for us. Um, <laughs> yeah, that was like, huge. <laughs> that's, both, that's bad on both of our uh, ends. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So for us, like, I don't know what it is. I think it's because none of us have any sort of like technological, like technological, like background. I don't even think that's a word, but uh, <laughs> like, we don't know what we're doing. Like, so like for us to figure it out was like, there's a lot of hiccups at the beginning and we still run into a few audio issues, but I think, I, I think our podcast, like the audio quality is pretty good. Um, and I think that's pretty important to have a good audio quality to keep people listening. So it's important to us, but it's something we struggle with, uh, for sure. <laughs> that and coordinating three people's schedules. Too. Yeah. That's a big one. Yeah. But what tough. we did, I think basically at the start of the new year, we said, okay, this year, Wednesday night is podcast night. That way, like we know yeah, nothing else don't... happens on Wednesday night, except we get together and record. But before that, like, there was a text sent out on Monday. It was like, Hey, what night works for you guys to podcast? Well, someone would say, Oh, Tuesday night works good for me. And someone else was like, Oh, I got something going on on Tuesday. So yeah. and Wednesday's and also with- blackout Wednesday. Yeah. So, I mean, it fits. <laughs> hand <in> hand. <laughs> How can you go wrong? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Podcast blackout. Shit. Yeah, that's perfect. We've, Every time mm-hmm. we're in here, like, <laughs> just absolutely hammered, they're like, we get so many messages. <laughs> that podcast was so good. One of the best ones you guys yeah. have ever done. I'm like, we were barely functioning <laughs> as human beings. I even remember that podcast. Yeah. 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 It's okay. funny because, like, one of our earliest episodes, Tom got really rip-snorting drunk. and Episode four? Yeah, I think it was episode four, and, like, so many people were – texting us and commenting like that tom was fucking killing us the whole time like yeah. it was they thought it was so funny it was like a, a great podcast for us and we're like well tom doesn't even remember that one so <laughs> the last time that that happened uh we were in here and cody and i were just messing around and because we, we had like had this little trend here get if you're smoked somebody's gonna message and say that was a really good podcast and then yeah. it happened and we were in here and cody's like yep somebody's gonna message us 
Sure as shit, Wednesday. Yeah. <laughs> Man, that was a good that one. That was a good one. I was like, <laughs> yeah, knew it. Yeah. Crush that. Yeah, that was coming. Yeah. <laughs> Before we start to bring quality content, we should be like, all right, eight beers minimal. <laughs> yeah. Then we hit the Yeah, beer. exactly. Yes. We'd be like number three on the ratings for sure. Uh, yeah. Every week. <laughs> Every week. But. <laughs> Who'd you have on your dog? Yeah, that's blowing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah this guy doesn't hunt, <laughs> never killed anything. Oh, this is fire. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, up at the local bar. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, that's a struggle. We, we, challenge, we, we have a challenge with that. You know, we got kids. We both work insane hours, wives. So scheduling this and then scheduling you guys trying to work out what best works with you and then scheduling times that would be the most challenging part on my end and then homie's in he's got all the mm-hmm, yeah. you know the making the clip bar all the wires and making the uploading the podcast and sending video files he he covers all that shit my shit is just i gotta schedule the people and make the make the shows happen and it, it's definitely challenging but um i will got- say one thing about getting started with a podcast is apple is a bitch yeah to apple, get on apple is tough it kicked our ass <laughs> yeah i remember back in the day we were like remember that you had to make your your image you had a to resize size. it oh, we were dude. like well how are we gonna do this you have no idea <laughs> yeah. we're not oh, a graphic artist stuff, but yeah. pc was actually the reason uh one of the hardest things for us like we talked about earlier was like having a bank of podcasts um, when we first started, we were on PC and every time we had an extra podcast, I somehow deleted it while editing and getting it uploaded. <laughs> oh, man. So we ended up switching over to Mac and we've been smooth sailing since, I guess. Mm-hmm. So we're going to stick with Mac for now, I guess, but got to get you a hard, hard drive. drive. Yeah. Homie's got two hard drives. Yeah. And then the computer. Yeah. Tom's then... getting pissed. We filled his computer up with yeah. hours of podcasts. <laughs> yeah. Homie's, <laughs> homie's computer is jocked full of yeah it's it gives me an error it'll come up here probably by the end of this podcast uh manage manage your memory yeah but i mean <laughs> we got so much we film we film weddings we film commercials for people we run a podcast and <laughs> you take pictures for people weddings. sometimes yeah it's just a lot of lot of side hustles on that one Mac, MacBooks just over there. Slow. Yeah, <laughs> we need to just buy one. Probably. I, I'm, uh, we got ne- the cash at least by flow. next year. It's yeah. gonna have to be. So. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, one of the podcasts I really liked when I was listening to your guys' show, um, I believe, uh, you guys, one of you guys had finally shot a buck at the cabin, and it was a spike buck. Yeah, 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 so, I, I can tell by the voice that it was your. Uh, what? What's so what's all you guys' names? Break them down for because I, I, I want to. Yeah, I'm. So I'm Nick. Uh, I was the one that got the buck up the cabin this year. And I'm Frank, and Tom. Nick and those two are brothers. Yeah, Nick and Tom are brothers, and I'm their cousin. Oh, nice. That's cool. You get to hang out with your yeah. family all the time. That's pretty sweet. But yeah, I, yeah, that was the very first episode. I think we had messaged it a little bit, and yeah, then, and then I said, "Well, yeah, you were asking him." about it and i was like well if you're gonna listen like check out the deer cam series because yeah. that's kind of been our bread and butter this year it was kind of where we you know turn the burners up and produce some better content more our style i guess yeah i really so. liked it uh i like kind of like the jabs and stuff that you guys were throwing in there i thought that was you oh know, yeah, a lot of yeah. Fun. yeah. <laughs> we do Those the same thing with our friends three years yeah. <laughs> we do the same thing with but, our friends do you uh do you guys have a snapchat group for like your listeners yeah. 
That was one of those. Uh, not for our listeners, no. Yeah, that no, was one of our. We should. Oh yeah, that'd be fun. That that's a that'd be easy to tidbit set up. of knowledge I'll put out there for you. What do we have in there? Ain't like, nothing good come out of that yeah, thing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nothing but fun. That's it. Nothing but gun comments. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But what what do we got? Like fifteen people in there? Fourteen, uh, fifteen. I don't know. Maybe yeah, twelve. Yeah, twelve. But anyways, there's been guys come in and out and stuff, but we talk to those guys every day through that outlet. And that's, yeah, that's a good the idea. jabbing on there is next level. There's yeah, I'm hell sure. Yes. <laughs> but um, <laughs> I mean, it's a good way to reach out cabin, to your, It's just relentless. You yeah. Know? <laughs> oh, I bet it's a good way to reach out to like your you know, ten, twelve guys that listen all the time, and um, that would be a yeah, tip man. I'd tell anybody because you can't add an ass little people to a group. I wish you could, but it would be like I think it's it, almost too much right now. Yeah, it used to cap at thirty-one. Yeah. It could have went up since then but i mean that would be double almost yeah. triple what we got it's almost too much right now that that shit is i got if, after i get done with this podcast i'll have like 16 notifications yeah if you get <laughs> three four guys in there ripping on a good conversation or yeah. something and then <laughs> we got a guy in there snapchat will let you record a minute video and send it every time it's it's, it's full <laughs> it's up he, yeah. he can't send less than a minute yeah. snap it's a solid yeah. minute i'm like well there, there's <laughs> a video oh yeah that's a long one same way yeah <laughs> but well like no, I was, that episode well go ahead no go ahead man yeah oh yeah with that episode uh about my buck you know it was it was a spike buck which is you know that's legal in new york um but like we built a cabin you know like three years ago and you know tore down an old structure it's all reclaimed wood and tom and frank you know back to back like both got bucks real early mm-hmm. uh in the first year i think and I was busy passing bucks and not shooting them, I guess, mm-hmm. and whatever. But we uh, finally this year, I told him, you know, it's over. Something's dying. I'm killing a buck this year. And uh, it got down into uh, late muzzleloader season. And like, I think it was the last weekend, actually. Yeah, I think it was. And I told Tom, I said, you know what? I don't care what buck it is. If a buck walks by me, it's going down. And I set up on, we had a, hidden food plot like right off the swamp we planted some radishes and turnips and stuff i jumped in there and about an hour before dark the spike come running down the hill and for the for some dinner and it was one of those moments where like i knew that i was killing that deer like way before it even got into the field and he came out shot him and he just ran like 40 yards and biffed it on this like creek bottom trying to like cross it and i think immediately i tried calling tom because he was hunting up there with me and you know, I don't think he answered, but uh, while well, I called Frank right after yeah, that, called told me like Frank, right away. called some other buddies, you know, and then finally Tom called me back and he's like, you know, buck or doe, told him it was buck, he comes running down the hill and just, I mean, it was just an awesome experience. You know, there's a lot of jabs and stuff, but we, you take them well. I mean, I yeah, we've been making fun back. of Nick for two years now for not shooting a buck. Me and Tom got a couple of them up there at the cabin and Nick hasn't shot one yet. So every time we're sitting around the table, drinking beers, we're looking at all the heads on the wall. We're like, Nick, where's yours? At? Yeah. <laughs> I heard you had a turkey though. I mean, that, that's like, yeah, that's a bullshit turkey. Beard. Yeah, I, I hung the beard like right above the table, so it's just like dangling above everybody's heads all night long. But nice, it's so that's that's kind of one of our rules at the cabin. Um, you know, every buck so far that's been killed there, um, back before the property was even mine and Tom's, uh, is in that cabin right now. Like all the racks are still there, 
So it's kind of neat to sit at the cabin table, you know, eating dinner or drinking beers or whatever. And you can look around and every buck that's been killed there since it's been in our family is hanging in there. So that's been pretty neat to, for myself to finally get one up there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I seen, uh, when Mark Kenyon merged with meat eater and Mark started making some video content there, um, they'd went into like his dad's, I'm not sure if it was his house or his cabin, yeah. but they had every buck that had been shot by his dad. And I mean, there probably went to the deer over 60 inches on the wall, but they were all <laughs> up there, you know, just lined, lined across, just uh, skull capped. And just yep. to be able to go mm-hmm. to, a, a, you know, a forked horn and just tell a story about it. And, you know, Mark's dad's absolutely jacked about it. And, you know, it's cool as hell mm-hmm. to be able to have that memory and just be able to go back and be like, all these deer here were taken, you know, right here or wherever, you know. And yeah. um, j- just like you guys doing, that's cool shit to look back on. And especially when you're ripped mm-hmm. hammered at 3 a.m. on, on, <laughs> yeah. you know, on deer camp. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, exactly. We even, everybody that's ever been to the cabin, uh, we nail dollar bills to the ceiling just for, just kind of memories, you know, just put your name on a dollar bill and put it on the ceiling, kind of mark your spot. Um, just been a really cool, you know, camaraderie thing that we got going on at the cabin. Yeah. So um, I, uh, I want to I have you guys on while I got you. I didn't, I haven't heard like, is there an episode that you guys talk about the cabin or anything like that that you guys I, have done? Or we like bring it up. Yeah. yeah I was going to say episode one. No, we, the cat that we don't break the, I guess I wouldn't listen to episode one. The audio is still pretty shoddy. But, <laughs> Dude, the first uh, I can, 70, I can break down. The first 70 of ours is <laughs> shitty, but yeah, I was just wondering, yeah. is it something so, that you guys like Bill or was it something that you have yeah, got so, or? So oh, I kind of, I, I guess I'll break it down. Um, the property has been in our family for three generations. My grandfather owned it. My dad owned it. And then a couple of years ago, my dad signed it over me and my brother. And we had all, we've been hung up there. It's like 45 minutes from our house. And we've been heading up there, you know, on weekends and hunting and stuff and always talked about how nice it'd be if we could just like camp up here during hunting season for a weekend. And finally, one year, my granddad, uh, he used to raise uh, beef cattle and had like his old structure out back that he built, you know, before I was even born. And it had been sitting out in the backfield forever, pretty much. And he was tired of it and said, you know, if you tear it down, you guys can have all the wood off this thing. We're like, all right, cool. Like we're all, you know broken college and stuff and like we'll take free wood so we spent out a couple weeks out there tearing it down real careful kept all the plywood kept all the two by fours everything um hauled it all up there and luckily frank's dad actually does construction so he helped us lay out to make it safe and um so we weren't you know weren't doing anything dumb but uh everything besides like i think like half a dozen two by sixes is totally reclaimed uh, right down to where we have like we have oak floors in the in the cabin and then like when you first walk in and then like where the, the wood stove is all like tile that was off of an old job Michael Frank did and then last year we expanded uh <laughs> yeah my, expanded my, my uh my old supervisor at work uh lost his job there and he had his like office was like a shed inside the building and my boss wanted to cut it up and throw it in the dumpster. And I was like, oh, I'll load that on a trailer. I got this. So <laughs> I took the whole thing up, parked it beside the other cabin. And now we just opened Shooter's Tavern this year. Nice. So now we can, you know, we've got a bar on the cross there. It's got power and everything with a generator. So Sweet. it's been a lot of fun. There's a lot of blood and sweat put into it. Cause I mean, we totally built it ourselves. And I mean, like even right down to the shingles is all like stuff from people were like, Oh, I heard you build a cabin. I got like an extra bundle of shingles from when we did our garage. So like everybody that like we know was like just pitched in and was like, here, mm-hmm. I got half a bundle of shingles. You can have those or 
We got you six know. different colored shingles on the Yeah, you guys should do a podcast breaking that down because that, that we, might, yeah. uh, we definitely should do like a full breakdown. Yeah, because that's like not cabin. something that happens very often, I don't think, especially around yeah, here. No, no. And I I don't know very few people that like go to deer camp even anymore. Mm, it's yeah. like it's not it does mm-hmm. not happen. So when I heard that you yeah. guys up there like that would be like when you guys were like, oh yeah, we'll trade an Illinois hunt. I'm like, damn, that's that's pretty. That'd be pretty fun. You know? <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty damn tempting. Yeah. I don't care what I shoot, but like just going up there for three days. Uh, yeah. And definitely. then I looked and seen how far it was. I was like, shit, <laughs> way up there, man. It'd be a, yeah, a long road trip. So. Yeah, yeah. we're as far northwest in PA, and then we're you know just over the border in New York is where the the you know we yeah. call the headquarters. Yeah. Um, so definitely a different different world up there for i mean you guys got all the a lot more hunters and a lot more hunting tradition yeah. i think it just seems like it's a lot oh, stronger yeah. than here so maybe Tradition's they, huge maybe having a cabin and you know having that camaraderie is normal for you guys but around here it's just something that we don't mm-hmm. see a lot i'm sure there's some guys yeah. out there that don't have social that are still doing it mm-hmm. and going to a cabin yeah. and hanging out but it's just big buck this and she got sheds off this buck and all that and which mm-hmm. is awesome we love that shit but it'd be yeah. it'd be really cool to go to a camp with just like the stress of you're like my goal is to get hammered and have a badass <laughs> time for three days instead of i'm gonna go up here and kill something like yeah. every time we go yeah. out like there, i gotta kill yeah. every time we go out there we're like we gotta kill we gotta kill and you just the whole mm. the whole season be like i'm just gonna go up to the cabin wife i don't know if i'm gonna kill shit or not but i'm gonna have a damn good time <laughs> like that would be yeah. uh, it'd be refreshing as well, hell and then so. yeah when you do kill we take the heart and tenderloins that night put a stew right on the stove and nice. like just let it slow cook on the stove all night while you're drinking beer. And oh, you know, yeah. just about the time you forget that you started doing it, it's done. <laughs> Hell <laughs> yeah. Good to go. I'm a terrible cook when I'm hammered drunk. I've ate. That's why you got to drink. Yeah, I've ate like three, like maybe like a quarter done squirrel over a wood burner. <laughs> <laughs> Did not die. That shit was uh, so rare. I, that was terrible, but it, it was it was decent <laughs> at that point, you know what I mean? But no salt, no pepper, no nothing out there. I was like, yeah, like straight. salt, pepper, yeah. Nope, just straight. <laughs> Split that like, sucker out. Uh, this was like I don't know, four or five years ago. I went uh, salmon fishing up in Alaska, and we caught uh, a shit ton of pink salmon this one day. And I didn't know this. I knew nothing about fishing in Alaska. Like I'm this PA boy flying. <laughs> I don't know. It was like a 10 hour flight or some shit but we caught all these pink salmon we're all jacked up we take them home and cook them well while we're cooking them we're all drinking beers getting all hooched up and stuff celebrating our catch and we ate this salmon and it was like the best salmon i ever had in my life <laughs> well come to find out pink salmon like the natives won't even feed that shit yeah. to their dogs it's disgusting yeah i brought some home Oh, go ahead. No, go ahead, man. Yeah, what do you got? Uh, I was I I brought some home, uh, and I was all excited. You know, told my parents like, "Oh, this is the best stuff I ever had." Well, cooked it up and ate it without having a few beers, and it was <laughs> disgusting. Dog like, I understand why the natives didn't feed it to their dogs. It was, it yeah. was rough. I did the same thing. I went to Idaho, and uh, they have a salmon snagging seas down there. 
for landlocked salmon that are like dying pretty much. You can snag 30 a day. And I was like, yeah. hell yeah. So I put my Yeti just as full as I could get that shit. Went home, was eating it. I was like, damn, I had to make salmon patties out of the all of it. The only way to consume that shit. But I'm the same yeah. way. I was like, hell yeah, I'm taking all this salmon home. This is going to be awesome, you know? But definitely not any good. Uh, yeah. But yeah, just having a cabin to go to, that's something we had. We had a hunting heritage podcast we did and, you know, having a place just, for your kids to be able to go up there and you guys and how your grandkids mm-hmm. be able to go up there and you guys created it. Um, you don't think it right now, but that's going to be special as hell when your kid gets to take his kid to that cabin. That's going to be, I don't know if you guys plan on having kids or mm-hmm. have kids, but it's going to be a very special moment when they're, you know, they're going to be like, Dan, yeah, grandpa built this sucker, like all of it. I mean, that's, yeah. that's going to yeah, be going to find all the whiskey bottles in the walls. Yeah. Too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But then you're like, yeah, that six-pointer was, you know, 28 years ago or something. I mean, that's just going to be yeah. so – I wish I had that. Like, I wish I had the mm-hmm. place to be able to go with my grandpa or whatever and be like, yeah, this this buck I killed in, you know, 91 or, you know, 2001. Yeah. Like, yeah. that would be so sick to to, to see. So, mm-hmm. mad props for you guys yeah. putting the time in. I know it couldn't have been easy. I'm sure it was all generators and – yeah, yeah, together. yeah, definitely. Yeah, a lot, oh, of, yeah. A lot of labor of love right there, but definitely. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, we had the you know the vision of what it was going to be when we were done, and it, I mean it's it's wonderful. We love it. So yeah, the property itself still a work in progress. I know there wasn't an oak tree on the farm last year, um, and would we plant over two hundred oak trees, trees uh, wow. in the spring? And I just got an order i ordered it yesterday a bunch of fruit trees and some pine trees and stuff that we're putting up there nice man that'd be awesome yeah you guys are making some a very special place for kids and grandkids and Mm -hmm. and you guys get older and um, yeah that's the plan anyway yeah uh, i hope it i hope it goes full circle for you guys you guys start shooting some nice class deer up there but i know with that cabin going on and what you guys got you know, hanging out there so much. There's got to be like one epic story that you guys can actually tell on on air. So if there was one <laughs> epic story that you could let the listeners know um, a little bit more about what you guys do up there, your personalities, what do you think it would be? Night one. Yeah, probably yeah. night one. It's uh, <laughs> so, well, it, I guess it'd be like night point five because yeah. the cabin wasn't officially done. Uh, we were, I mean, just so jacked to have this thing done. And I mean, it wasn't done yet, but like basically the, the walls and the roof were there. <laughs> yeah. But like the eaves were still open and the peak was still open. It hadn't really been like dried in yet. No insulation. Yeah. Um, no insulation. Yeah. And it's, and it's like snowing outside and all we had for like, we had like some cardboard, some sticks and like some two by fours to burn in the wood stove. And we had burned like everything by probably like two, three in the morning and we're like all huddled around this like wood stove trying to get warm and like we were supposed to hunt the next morning and we were, I mean, I, we were like frozen. It was, you know, like in the teens and we're just like huddling around this thing. And we found like, there's like this diner that like opens at like five 30 for like all the old folks in town. And we just like huddled and huddled, like trying to stay warm until like five 30 and we could go and get like warmed up. But, um, there weren't quite enough beers that night. Yeah. So, <laughs> need, we got yeah, any warm beers? More. We got any warm beers around here? Some fireball, it sounded like. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean, there's been plenty of, uh, you know, drunken nights at the cabin that any deer camp would have. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, like, 
you know, we've, we got our buddy Trevor and he's, he killed his first buck ever at the cabin with us. And I mean, just for, for, to be at somebody's first buck other than my own and stuff like the kid, he grew up like two hours South of us and like Pittsburgh area. Yeah. Like Pittsburgh yeah. area. So like for us, that's like two he's hours. A city kid, yeah. Big so. city kid. Never really hunted or anything. Came up here for college. We became buddies just because Tom and Frank worked with them and got into hunting because of us. And Tom got him his first turkey in the spring. And then that fall, we took him up. He got his first buck uh, up at the cabin. I mean, we, I mean, got totally drunk that <laughs> night. Like, just partied our asses off for Trevor and, yeah. you know, cooked the heart and tenderloins on the stove. And just, I mean, had a good old time. And he, I mean, and he actually, we didn't ask him to, but he wanted his buck in the cabin too. Like that was like, he didn't even want to bring oh, it home. He's like, ass. I want it. Yeah. Like it, we, cause I never would have asked him to like yeah. leave your first buck. Cause like I got my first buck at home and he's like, no man, like every buck that's been killed here is up on the wall. Like I want mine a part of that. So, mm. you know, his buck's still on the wall. We got his picture up there and he still has a blast up there all the time with us, but it's just been pretty cool to have that part of it as well. Just out of curiosity, is there any bushes close to your yeah, cabin? Yeah, that's, this is important. <laughs> if this homie, is very important. If here. homie ever makes it up there, that's where he'll end up if he gets hammered. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> that's how Tom is. It's not that obvious. It's like an actual bush, like a, a tree bush. That We have an inside joke where when I shot my 193 – uh, he almost got stabbed at Holy the bar, smokes. and then, and then it. How cold was it? It was like it was. Well, it was snowing. Yeah, there was four inches of snow. He was on the in ground. a t-shirt. It sounds more like premium content. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he was in a t-shirt, and we got this snap that's legendary, saved from our Snapchat group. He's in this bush, hiding out. He's got this giant chew in. Don't even chew. He's got a giant chew in. He's <laughs> he's spitting, and he's like. They're trying to find me. They're trying. To, I'm out here in this bush. <laughs> this biker gang trying to find me. He's like, I called my wife. She's on my way. I'm like, <laughs> yeah. So that's more flavor. Your first spot. Yeah. I don't. I don't know. We're, that, we're I don't know if we ever PG, told that on air. Or not. No. Yeah. No. I don't think so. But I had a two-week-old baby at home. She oh, had yeah. to get out of bed. <laughs> had a two-year-old. Had to get out of bed. Uh, I mean, it was closing time of the bar, so it was two yeah. thirty probably. Yeah. I'm getting. I'm out there <laughs> outrunning a biker gang <laughs> through the snow. <laughs> hey, oh, I just didn't man. want the night to end. Cody shot freeze. Um, hey, we, I just didn't want the night we've to got end. Nights like that. <laughs> yeah, that's Frank killed the biggest buck on the property on a, a drunken night like that. Actually. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> almost. I got smacked by a girl at the bar, and then we went home from there. Fell asleep. Got up in the morning, and I wasn't in the woods ten minutes, and shot the biggest buck we've ever killed up there. Damn. It's not a monster, but it's a decent for buck. a New York yeah. buck. It's a really good year. Uh, yeah. But bad. we barely even made it into the woods that morning, and <laughs> we we're back drinking whiskey by like eight thirty in the morning. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, over. Yeah. That's not beautiful. <laughs> it was fun. Well, going mm. back to that that you know first night in the cabin that i bet you you know you guys being all family and you're just around that stove no electricity you know you might have your phones but you're it's probably too cold to even get your hands out so you just phones were dead by the yeah they're they're just sitting there talking enjoying each other's company so like it probably sucked in that moment but it's that tight b fun that you look back like man that was actually pretty badass you know uh we do that a lot yeah yeah this is this yeah we do, that's yeah, definitely right. one of our favorite stories to tell about the cabin is that first night because nick had you know a bunch of like small 
hardwood pieces that, you know, like a foot long, just fire starting pieces. So you can actually get a fire going in the wood stove. And he had a ton of them. And he's like, yeah, this will you know, be good fire starters for us for, you know, the whole year, year and a half, whatever. <laughs> just burn a couple of them here and there. And then that night we burned every single one of them standing there like, what the hell? This sucks. You're like, what two yeah, by four? Yeah. What two by four do we not need to hold <laughs> yeah. this sucker up? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> and that started the whole inside joke with us about like there not being a draft in the cabin. Cause like it was drafty at first because obviously we didn't have everything closed off. Yeah. So, like now it's like fully insulated and everything and it's like we'll be sitting at the table like 15 beers in or whatever and it's like you guys don't feel a draft do you it's like we've got hit like triple digits on the on the thermometer temp gauge and it, it's i mean the, the wood stove we've got in there's like good for like four times the size of the place yeah and it just i mean it almost cooks you out something I mean, about a good wood fun. stove when you walk into a place oh, like, yeah. that's like wood heat got a good wood yeah. stove going just homey and warm cooking on that some yeah. bitch i mean that thing's oh yeah cool. shitty coffee in the morning on a percolator <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> wake up still drunk that sounds like yeah. <laughs> can't wait to have some shit coffee yeah. <laughs> sounds like, <laughs> sounds like it'd be fun for like three days at a time and then you'd be like i gotta get that yes, yes. <laughs> yeah. exactly you hit the nail on the head yeah. I need to I need to cut loose and relax for three days, and then you're like, all right, it's Sunday. I'm about to get the hell out of this place. <laughs> Go home. Yeah, it's time to get civilized. Again. Yeah. yeah, it was what two two years ago. I spent a week by myself in the cabin. Uh, it was like winter break or something mm-hmm. for college. I decided I was gonna head up there and do a little trapping excursion for a week. And I tell you, after a week of nothing no like, power no, no power no electricity no nothing like i went a little nuts <laughs> I, I can imagine like the first day you'd be like man, it's kind of nice this ain't bad and then oh day, it was day, total it was sweet to disconnect and everything but then after a week it's like yeah, day three you're man, like this, uh, shit there ain't nothing going on right now yeah at like seven eight o'clock i'd go check my trap line and then i get back at like 10 o'clock and i'm like Shit, I have 12 hours before I go to bed. Like, I don't know what to do now. <laughs> but it was a good time. All right. Well, uh, just this point, I want you guys to let people know kind of where they can find your brand, um, where they can find your podcast, your social. Um, and then I don't know if you guys have individual socials that you guys want to give out, but let the listeners know where they can find you guys. Yeah, so uh, on Instagram, uh, we're White Cat underscore outdoors and on facebook we're just white cat outdoors um on there's like a link tree in both of our um social medias that sends you to all of our podcasts but um we're on pretty much every platform at this point you know apple spotify our radio pandora like the big ones uh you look up white cat outdoors and it you'll it's pretty easy um you type in white cat outdoors on google you'll find our website and every platform we're on nice. um, we're on we have our podcast on youtube and there's like a couple you know, gear review videos and stuff, but like we haven't dove into that quite yet, but you can check that out. Um, we're not active on social media besides what cat outdoors. Like, I mean, yeah, you're I post you're not mine s- like once a year. Yeah. So yeah. There's no reason that. to follow that. Okay. <laughs> white cat outdoors. I mean, it's, it's more than just hunting for us. Like it's, it's hunting whitetails. It's, you know, guiding up in Alaska, it's fishing, uh, playing with rattlesnakes down in the mountains, uh, it's just a little flavor of everything outdoors. And our big tagline is, you know, get outside, 
um, you know, just whatever, by any means necessary, just get outside, bring somebody else with you. And, you know, basically that's it for us. Nice. Yeah. Can't beat that, man. Getting outside. That's a great message to, to let people, you know, they, they need to hear it. They'd be like, damn it. I need to, I need to get out of here. Cause I know some people that mm-hmm. there's, I could having a desk job and some bullshit like that. That would, I'd go insane. I don't know how people do it. I have no idea. Nope. Yeah. I'm outside every yeah. day. Yeah. We for like hours and hours, you know, so we end every podcast with that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Every single podcast at the end, we just, you know, that's what we leave. Just get outside by any means, you know, whether it's fishing, hunting, trapping, shed hunting, whatever you want to do, just get outside. Yeah. I know you guys have talked so. about filming. So hopefully I get to see a little film from you guys this year. If you guys are going to partake. In yeah. That, I mean, but. we got some, uh, a lot of like, a lot of little clips and stuff. We haven't, you know, dove into like making a full production yet, but we're, we got a lot of, you know, like smaller clips um, just from over hunting stuff. We still are working with Adobe and trying to figure out how to put it together to make it a good story. Yeah. Um, we've got some, a cam- some camera equipment, so we're, we're working on it. It's sort of like the podcast thing. It's slowly but surely coming along. <laughs> just put a date on it yeah. and let it rip. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll just start telling people this day is what we're doing, so we'll have to figure it out. Video's <laughs> coming out in July. Yeah, we started filming. We had uh, <laughs> we had the worst gear that you could possibly oh, get, probably. So trash. everybody's got to start somewhere, and then we just invested yeah. and took our time. And uh, if it's something you guys enjoy, yeah. you know, you're you want to keep growing there. But uh, this is new yeah, for that's actually. Go ahead. Well, oh, I was just saying, like for. Uh, you know, the big thing with us, like, you know, setting things out there is like, we always announce it before we actually know what we're doing. But like the big thing with the podcast, um, from day one, our mission statement's always been like bringing people to the table while we talk about the outdoors. Um, so coming real soon, we're going to, um, actually it's going to be a live podcast every Wednesday, you know, while we're meeting, we're going to make it an interactive thing where people can literally, you know, join us at the table. And if they've got questions for us or our guests, you know, just like join in on, on a live feed, and they can participate and join in with us. You know, it's going to be every Wednesday at six, you know, that, that should be the next week or two for us. So that'll be something more to get our guests or I mean, our uh, listeners involved in more than just, you know, like putting a message on Instagram, they can just tune in for you know a few minutes, have a beer with us and just kind of kick it back and be a part of it with us. Cause that's what we want is just bringing people together. Yeah. I like that idea a lot. <clears throat> a lot. Live video is cool. I mean, get comments coming in, yeah, you could bring some value to, to yeah. Because I mean, us over here, we're like, what do you think the listeners would like to mm-hmm. listen? You know, would like to hear? And it's nice when you guys live comments yeah. coming in, and they say, what about you know, what about this tactic? And you guys can touch on that, or what about this story? And you guys can go off that. So I think that's a great idea. Reach more people, and and uh, you know, like you said, bring more people to the outdoors, and that that's your guys's mission. That's definitely a good one. Because yeah. Mm-hmm. COVID, COVID got the numbers up, so I'll be interested to see if they're all like they're still like ah, oh, the numbers are going down, down, down. But mm-hmm. numbers are way up this yeah, year, so hopefully the sure. trend continues. But um, yeah, yeah. One thing we've been adding is uh, a life lesson. I didn't send this in you guys' show notes, so uh, surprise. <laughs> we uh we've been trying to add a life lesson. Maybe it's hunting, work related, family related, anything that you could give our listeners. Um, one tidbit of advice you wish you would have known earlier. Uh, we, me and homie, we like hunting and shit, but we also like to try to live the absolute best life you can. You know what I mean? Whether it's 
with our families or whatever. So I think these the last one we got on the last mm. episode was really solid. So we'll start with you, Nick. If you could give one tidbit of knowledge, what what do you think? What do you think you'd yeah, give? Uh, so for me, like it, it applies to hunting directly, but it also can be used uh, for life as well. And I'm a big proponent or uh, advocate for hunt your own hunt. Um, and what that means to me is, you know, don't worry about what everybody else is doing. Do what's, you know, what is important to you and what's like, you know, don't worry about if somebody's shooting 180s, you know, if you're happy shooting a spike, do it. And you can apply that to life too. Like, don't, you know, you don't have to worry about, you know, whoever I went to school with doing this or whatever, like stay in your lane, hunt your hunt, um, and just do your own thing and do what makes you happy. That's great, man. We, we live by that like 110 yeah, percent and when you actually can do that it's a game changer when you just stop giving mm-hmm. yeah. shit about you know my my life is solid so i'm good i don't mm-hmm. give a shit what you got going on besides if it's someone i care about like homie i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna message him and be like, <laughs> i'm gonna tweak this guy a little bit and get him motivated to go yeah. a little more but all right frank yeah you're yeah. up uh i would definitely say just like try new things all the time like with us rattlesnake hunting stuff, you know, that's something that none of us have ever thought about doing before. And then all of a sudden we're like, you know, what, let's go try this. It's something in the summertime, we don't really have anything that gets us going outside, going out, walking in the woods. So rattlesnake season's in the middle of summer. So let's go out and do that. You know, just anything that gets you outside or just doing something new, different times of the year, any time of the year, try something new. It's something you've never done before, never thought about doing find something that might pique your interest and give it a shot. If it does sweet, keep doing it. If not, then go move on to something else. Find something else new. That'll get you going. People think I'm crazy for hand fishing. These guys out there, rattlesnake. Yeah. Right. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I got that. I got shit on them, man. I got shit. <laughs> All right, Tom, you're up, man. You've been over there in the corner oh. being quiet. <laughs> I'm going to have to say, uh, live every live in the moment. Um, I know a lot of times like, you know, I'll be out in the tree stand hunting or something and I'm, I recently graduated college, but I'd be thinking about like, Oh shit, I got this homework to do. I got this exam. I got to worry about, I got this going on at work. And I think it takes away a lot from, you know, what's going on at that specific time. Um, I, I think it's really important to, you know, concentrate on what you're doing now, not letting all the outside, stuff to deter you from, you know, what you're trying to focus on at that time. And I know like if I, it's, it's very tough to do, but if you can, you know, focus on, you know, just being in the tree stand right now, focus on, you know, the birds chirping or, you know, the squirrel you see running underneath your tree, it makes the hunt a lot more enjoyable. Mm-hmm. I really like that one too. Yeah. It's, it's hard to put that shit on the back burner while you're out there, but a guy needs that mm-hmm. time. Yeah. I think that's like people. People ask me like when I'm at the gym, what I think about. I'm like, I don't think about nothing, dude. <laughs> my brain is a, my brain is blank as shit. I need that and like monkey symbols. Yeah, I need that freaking <laughs> 45 minutes an hour to just blank out, and then I come out of there. I'm like, all right, let's start this day. Same thing with hunting. You go out there and have a good, you know, refreshing hunt. Maybe you didn't see what you were looking for, but you live in that moment and you come out of it a little bit fresher and then also living in the moment you're going to pick up on more stuff if you're not distracted by your phone yeah. or other mm-hmm. shit you know because yeah. you know just like us i mean these 
the whitetails, man, they like you got a ten second reaction time on most of your kills, yeah. you know. And if you're not in the moment, you're definitely yeah. miss out on some opportunity. So that was a good three. three so I like throwing this. I thought it might be yeah. a little harder throwing it at people, but everybody's just crushing. It. <laughs> For Everybody sure. we had on so far is just crushing it. But all right, guys, well, you got anything else that you want to let our listeners know? No, just uh, check out our podcast if you like it. Uh, you know, subscribe so you can keep listening. Um, let us know what you think. I guess I mean we're we're fluid, so I mean if stuff people like, we'll we can change it up, do what you want. Um, so yeah, just check us out and let us know what you think. If it's like November 2nd and I wake up randomly in the middle of the night, I know you guys are going to be hammered in a cabin. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, man, those, that's accurate. Those white cat out boys are really getting it on right yeah, now. Yeah, right? They're just ripped. <laughs> yeah. Might have to sneak into that Snapchat group. We'll let you know. Yeah. <laughs> that would be epic. All right, guys. Well, we definitely enjoyed that episode. Um, really cool to have these off-season whoa <laughs> <laughs> off seasons episodes uh you know to kind of talk about hunting heritage and just the fun of hunting and get away from kind of the stressful tactic kind of killing but it's nice to mix it up so last week we hit you with a hardcore tactic this week we're coming at you with this little fun so uh, we hope you guys enjoyed this make sure and check out their show um, good dudes like i said if you're from the east coast um, and you like our show awesome but if you're trying to find something that's relatable um, check out their show coming out on a different day at a different time so like we say in this podcast we're we should be a team out here trying to get everybody involved motivated to get out there and uh, you know reach their goals whether it's killing a buck or killing a giant or you know hunting for the first time so uh, I really enjoyed this episode, and those guys would definitely be a fun group to hang out with. Hell yes, they would We had a be. lot of struggles at the <laughs> beginning of the episode. We're still figuring out this Zoom video um, on YouTube and everything, but we're we're starting to get the hang of it. It was a shit show together, though. At yeah, least, yeah, so. yeah, they were a little bit messed up. We were a little bit messed right? up, so so uh, we hope you guys enjoy it. Um, like always, try to do the right thing, um, leave a legacy, and Whitetail Legacy is out.